G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Exploring faith and the future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher, Dr. Camille Majdali. We've been exploring from all sorts of angles what is known as the culture war and looking at what progressives believe and what conservatives believe. And around these issues of religion and conscience, today, Camille, let's move into what is ultimately very important, this idea of freedom of speech. Where do you see this in the culture war? Freedom of speech is one of the key battlegrounds of the culture war that's been going on since the 1960s. In summary, the conservative side of this war believes in freedom of speech as a high virtue and of a right that needs to be preserved at all costs. Now, the left-leaning progressives, often called liberals, they would say they believe in freedom of speech, but with several key caveats. These caveats include things like political correctness, self-censorship, hate speech legislation, and so on and so forth. Now, when you have a position that says it believes in freedom of speech, but there are this exception, that exception, that exception, that exception, before you know it, you don't have freedom of speech anymore, Neil. And this is something that has been sweeping across Western nations as the culture war continues to rage. One side wants freedom of speech. The other has, as you say, all of these caveats. Does that mean that if the progressive side wins, that we will lose freedom of speech? The answer, in short, is yes. That's what it means. And in fact, we're already losing freedom of speech. It's eroding by the day, you see, for example, political correctness. People don't realize this has been around a long time. It's not just the product of modern postmodernism. Apparently, it was even devised 100 years ago. The way we understand it now is that it's a very particular vocabulary you use so that you don't marginalize or offend those that have been marginalized and offended in the past, namely women, minorities, homosexuals, other people of other races, other colors, and so on. Now, as Christians, we don't want to be deliberately offending anyone. But the problem is, Neil, the bar for offense has been lowered so much. Basically, it's so easy to offend now. You can do it while you sleep. And as such, if we're going to live in a society where we can't say anything for fear of offense— we might as well stop talking altogether. What's the answer, Camille? Is there a silver bullet remedy to this idea of freedom of speech? Well, the point is this. First of all, we need to educate people about all these issues. Freedom of speech, political correctness, hate speech, and so on. Because, look, we don't want to hate anyone. We don't want to offend anyone. But they have changed the definition of these things. We need to get things 
redefined, back on track. We need to advocate. And look, when it comes to freedom of speech, we should be coming out swinging because how else are we going to preach the gospel if we're no longer allowed to do so? In democratic societies, our ability to give the gospel of Christ has been so unfettered. But if this continues on, we're going to be straitjacketed before we know it. Faith and the Future with Neil Johnson and Dr. Camille Majdali from Teach All Nations. For more from Dr. Majdali, including books and DVDs on prophecy, Bible commentaries, plus today's and other episodes of Faith and the Future, go to vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 